Welcome to the Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs. I'm Nate. Alex. Serena. Uh, Serena will be coming to us from over Skype this evening. Um, I spent a good 10, 15 minutes trying to figure out how to go about this before we started as to reasons why she's coming to us from over Skype. I had mono. Uh, she couldn't fly in. Um, we couldn't fly in. Uh, there were a couple of other ones that we... Oh, she had a fungal infection from the jungle Just saving a baby from a tiger. Yeah. She didn't want to leave home today. So get the fuck over it. She's coming to us for I got paid yeah. to stay at home. <laughs> she gets paid to stay home. So we're going to go ahead and do the rundown of Dynamite. But first and foremost, I must say, it is within my control to upload these episodes. And when these episodes get uploaded, I apologize. Um, you were missing like almost an entire eight minute segment um, from <laughs> the last podcast because we did cover the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match. It was not left out. I just kind of fucked up and realized when we started doing this that I never uploaded it. So that was my bad, but it is there now. Um, so yeah, you can you can go listen to that if you if you want. Because if not, if you didn't watch it on Dynamite, I'm sure you've watched it on YouTube by now. It was a great match. But um, anyways, and then coming up this Friday, I think, will this be our first episode covering Rampage specifically? Officially, yeah. All right. Well, then Friday night, strap in and get ready for some Rampage. Because, in the awards, if you're lucky. Yes, yeah. because we will be doing the award show. Uh, the AEW award show took place before um, Dynamite tonight. Serena caught it. Me and Alex didn't. I don't need to fucking tell you why. Ain't none of your goddamn business why I didn't watch it. <laughs> we just but, got called idiots the whole time. Yeah, that sounds about right. So get ready to like listen to us talk about being called idiots a lot. And yeah, but we'll be doing the AEW award show and Rampage Friday night after Rampage. It's going to be a great Rampage. But tonight was also a great dynamite. So I don't care how many fucking miles apart we are. This is how we going to do it. We going to do it. <laughs> The same way we always do it. Serena was first on the docket. We had CM Punk's return after Revolution against Dax Harwood. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good question. Why? I mean, I get it. <clears throat> CM Punk versus MJF. You know, pinnacle shit. But I at understand. the same time, like, if they were going to do some pinnacle shit... Why not have the dude that's already a singles wrestler and not the dude that's mainly a tag team wrestler? Sean Spears. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I was hinting at is like, why not have Sean Spears go against him when he's a singles man instead of Dax, who's 
specifically a tag team wrestler. Like it just I I just didn't understand it. Yeah. Shit happens. Uh I'll wait until the end of this to tell you my favorite part. Um it was a hard hitting match overall. Like it was good. Um Dax got two near falls on CM Punk. One of which... But of course, he can't beat him. Keep in mind, this is not the first time we're talking after Dynamite. We spoke throughout Dynamite. It's the beauties of yeah. the PlayStation chat, people. Come on. <laughs> um, but... One of those was a clear three count. You mean four count? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bryce Remsburg started... I think Bryce Remsburg started counting and the crowd got so loud that you couldn't hear the first count, but I'm pretty sure he counted three at one point. Might have to go back and watch. Oh no, I've already made my opinions clear. I don't I'm not a fan of Bryce Remsburg. Yeah, he I'm I'm sorry, like Huh? Hey? Huh? He what? is probably huh? the worst breath that <laughs> AEW has. And I'm sorry, but at the same time, it's it's the truth because Again. he just looks so confused all the time. Somebody hit somebody with a steel chair two inches behind me, and I act like I don't hear it, and then I turn around and I go, "Huh?" And that face he makes, he's just yeah. like, whoop, 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 "Where whoop, am whoop, I?" Whoop, 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 whoop. He looks like a dog <laughs> that lost his ball, but the ball is like literally right underneath him, and he's just looking for it. Yeah. He's like, "Huh?" Where do you go? Where do you go? Where do you go? Speaking of the ball, bro, drop the ball on that one. Yeah, yeah. But Punk did win with yep. a fucking submission and caught Dax in the Anaconda Vice. I like that. That was nice. That truly tickled my wrestling fancies to its core. But also, since we are talking about it. I know this is something that happened like a little bit later in the show, but can we talk about the fact that when FTR came out? No. Nope. We'll get to that in a second. Right after this. We'll, well, you know what? It's right after this next match. Card. Typically, I, I, don't, I, I don't like talking about backstage segments. If you want to see the backstage segments, get on fucking YouTube and go watch that shit. We're here to cover, cover the real shit, but I did, I wasn't, that was going to get brought up. Okay, because I, I know how, like I said, I know how, well, yeah, I know so how you are with backstage the, stuff, but I just wanted to say that that the, needs to get brought up. The fact that CM Punk won <clears throat> after that victory at Revolution over a member of the Pinnacle, that's great. Now, my favorite part, I didn't even talk about it yet. Shout out to, shout out to a Michigan man, Danhausen. <laughs> the yeah. fact that they showed Colton and Austin Gunn on screen and the whole crowd started chanting ass boys. Uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Dan Hazen has had such an influence on the fans. You, you can't overlook because if, you, if you're not a regular viewer of AEW and you also don't watch the vlogs... I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to put over all of them up front. Watch Thunder Rose's vlog. Watch Sammy Guevara's vlog. 
watch BTE. evil uno's vlog watch bte watch fucking like uh what did i miss oh one of my favorite vlogs my man does toy hunts ethan page watch that shit go watch it and you will very quickly understand who just recently moved to michigan Ethan do what page. yeah Ethan page. yes mr page is now a michigan resident yeah he's now one of our hometown boys welcome um <laughs> we welcome you page yes I'm proud to have the tightest tits in the game living in our state. <laughs> I mean, then again, if you stop and take a look back at history, which I don't want to get too far into it because there is something that we were going to bring up after this match. But, like, I mean, we are the state. Rob Van Dam, Battle Creek, Rhino from Detroit. Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho Edwards is from Burke. Edwardsburg, Indiana. Michigan. Or excuse me, no. Michigan. Um, she's from Michigan. What are you talking currently, about? isn't she built from like Lafayette, Indiana? Yeah, but still, but, she's yeah, she, originally she's originally like, from Edwardsburg, which is like spitting distance from. And you our, know what? I'm probably <clears throat> I'm probably overlooking a lot of wrestlers. Oh, I'm sure. Well, but at Dan, the same time, Dan Housen himself. Dan, Dan Housen. Dan Housen himself is from like the Detroit area. But yeah, yeah it's a rich, rich wrestling city or wrestling state we can't even say wrestling because there's just a lot of famous people that have come from michigan from what i've noticed true um the one thing that was to be touched kevin on Nash. after this match, kevin oh, yeah, for, yeah fuck yeah kevin's from detroit oh. impact uh the impact dudes the motor city Mach motor, motor city machine city guns machine alex guns. shelley and chris saban yes Christopher Daniels is from Kalamazoo. Oh, yeah. Christopher oh, Daniels yeah. is from Kalamazoo. That was actually that. brought up on BTE at one point. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Wait, we can't is... make this whole thing about vlogs. <laughs> no, right now we're making it all about uh, Michigan wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's just well, amazing to see how many wrestlers came from our, thing, uh, our little state The here. thing that we were going to bring up after this... Excalibur. Which... What? Yeah, Detroit. Oh, that's nice. Damn, I did not know that. <laughs> I'm um, just looking through a list right now. The Rohit Rajus from Saginaw, Michigan. Um, who is Rohit Rajus? Oh, really? Rohit. Yeah. Wow. Um, the one thing after the match that took place, which I don't know. By the way, we are going to do a different segment tonight, have Serena read off some tweets. Oh, if I can even find some good ones. We, we do have to cover the Keith Lee ones, because that shit was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, But in the spirit of the social media aspect of everything in the tweets, Dax Harwood after firing Tully Blanchard, tweeted out to Brett the Hitman Hart, what are you up to? And tonight, to my knowledge, was the first time that we got a promo from anyone in that company with a pink background to it. Well, you don't usually see, yeah. like, lighting in the back. Of well, I mean, there is lighting in the background well, not like of the area. Color, but, like, color. I mean, on lighting. occasion, they have used colors, but specifically the pink. Because we know how AEW like, is, where they like to, like, 
throw in little things that only like real fans will actually notice. Kind of like with CM Punk's uh, the initial on his shoes. Not to mention the fact that only super fans. Fucking Dax Harwood put CM Punk in a sharpshooter. Mm -hmm. I think that might be the first time I've seen Homeboy pull off a sharpshooter since they've been in AEW. And during their promo, I've seen him put a lot um, of people in figure fours, but. I can't remember which one it was, but they made a point to say comment. Well, no. Oh well, yeah. I, got, I was gonna say yeah. one of them made a point to say heart, which I mean, like you don't usually just how they made their promo. It's like that's not the normal stuff that you guys say in yeah. your promos or anything. So it's like, hmm. All right, Sabrina. What we got next on the docket? Well, this crazy ass. <clears throat> fucking match the eight man tornado tag. By oh the way, God, I did take that, notes yeah. for this today, guys, but uh this was kind of where my note taking froze because uh Serena's also our I don't official even know, note taker. Yeah, but I don't even know how to Yeah. Well, I mean I've been doing notes for a while now, but I don't even know how to begin to fucking describe this. Yeah, this match is just wow. It's just wow. Like, well, both of you know, all the listeners know, I'm a big fan of watching motherfuckers throw motherfuckers into other motherfuckers. <laughs> Tonight, I watched a motherfucker pick up a motherfucker and just slam him into some shit. And by yeah. shit, I mean guardrails. Like, and not and like. And down the stairs. Yeah, not like the ringside guardrails. I'm talking the ones by the steps and shit. Like, Where the fans walk up. Yeah, it was crazy as fuck. Hey, Darby okay. in his stairs. Yeah. Man can't catch a break. But hey, with that, at least the stairs weren't as violent as when Ethan Page threw him downstairs because I feel like the the butcher was a lot more gentle throwing him down the stairs than what Ethan Page was during that uh, yeah. the one dynamite. Well, that's because he slammed him into a bunch of Well, yeah, he slammed him quite a bit into the guardrails, and he's like, here, let me just... Gently throw you No, down wait a minute. I'm going to let Serena go ahead. Since I know these are her boys, I'm going to let her go ahead and tell you how the match started. Just off the jump. Well, immediately it seems like I'm going to fly. I'm going to jump up the fucking top. <laughs> I might as well. You got a tope from Darbe and <laughs> a motherfucking off the top rope or off the top rope from Sting Bay. Yeah, no motherfucking Darby and Sting Bay. They're gonna be teaming with Adam Cole soon. No. And then we got yeah. to see fucking the Hardy Boys in action. Oh my god. Yeah, Jeffrey and the ladder. Dude, that, that one. fucking scaffolding. Yeah. That was terrifying because also that wasn't a scaffolding. That was okay. a that was a window ledge. Yeah, that was a window ledge that he just. Got up on this ladder, just nonchalant, just got up on the window. And yeah, ladder, like Serena just, like, just hey, said, I'm gonna fall on you guys. Is the <laughs> butcher okay? Yeah, <laughs> like we need to know is the fucking... butcher okay? Like Serena, shout out the Instagram yeah. GT underscore GJ podcast. If somehow this gets back to the butcher, bro, hit up that Instagram page, let us know you're okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're worried. At Andy complains on Instagram, bro. Let us know you're okay. <laughs> There's no tweet yet either. I'm kind of like, hello. 
he's probably still with the doctors and stuff. Like, dude, like, you're injured. But yeah, that... Oh. That whole match was fucking wild. And the fact that it was not the main event is like, oh my god. Because well, see, that was like a main event right? type of shit. <laughs> there was something that Serena and I discussed last night before today. And we'll get to that after the you know, next match and next segment, but I thought it was going to be the main event match. And I also completely forgot that tornado tag rules means there are no rules. I didn't know motherfuckers. I completely forgot that you could just fight outside the ring and shit like that. And then watching Jeff Hardy flip onto the tables and shit. Mm. Out there in like the... Like the mm. fan area where they have like concessions and shit. It's crazy. But also, what did we expect with Jeff Hardy coming into AEW? Honestly. Yeah. Because I expected I expected and hoped for that crazy shit. I've been saying this and I've been putting it out there for weeks to Alex and Serena. I don't think it is safe or healthy. For Sting's 63-year-old ass to be hanging out with guys like Darby <laughs> Allen and the Hardy Boys. I mean, if we're, being, if we're being like, realistic about it. Like, what? Sting showed up. What? He hit some people. Hit some people with the fucking Scorpion Death Drop. You know? He did his thing. Hit some motherfuckers with bats. That's cool. And now what's he doing? Motherfucker's 63 years old, jumping off of robes, jumping through tables, doing all sorts of crazy shit. And I'm just like, His that's His birthday what was three days ago. Oh, by and the way. like, I hit 63. I'm going insane now. I'm going to yeah. just fucking lose my mind. And yeah. go back to Joker Sting. By the way, from the Gimmick Tables and Gig Jobs podcast, happy birthday, Sting. Happy birthday, Sting. Happy belated birthday. Belated, yeah. Yeah, still, happy birthday. But it's like... Did you hit 63 and just go, I'm going to die here? Or did you hit 63 and just go, I'm fucking invincible, man? Well, no, I just feel like once he met Darby and, like, it awoke started something talking to him, he was just like, man, God, I want to get back into that crazy shit. Like, you're a little, you're a crazy little He's like, you jumping over the top ropes. He's like, you jumping over the top ropes. My hips won't allow it, but. You know what? I'll jump off the top turnbuckle. Like, I'll still Dude, do that. Like, look what happened at Revolution. It's fucking crazy, man. Shout out to Sting. That crazy <laughs> son of a bitch. And shout out to Ric Flair for not getting back in the ring. Thank goodness. Don't nobody need to see them titties, bro. Nope. But also, I just have to say real quick, I, again, am so happy that Jeff Hardy is in AEW. Because I cannot wait to see what him and fucking Matt do in the ring together Absolutely again. Right. After all these wait years. Wait until the broken like, gimmick shit. comes back and everything becomes wonderful and fucking. The tag titles. I'll be okay with that. Like The deleted universe. Brother Nero. Like, I'm okay with all of that. I'm just so happy to see the Hardy Boys back together in a fucking ring. Like, it's stupid how happy I am. Especially because Jeff has always been one of my favorite wrestlers, just because of how insane he is. Serena, what we got next on the docket? 
I'm just going to bring it up real quick. I'm pretty sure we already talked about it, but I did take note of it, the Bret Hart hints. But if you want me to move on from that. Were there more? Well, just the pink, but it, and the heart jokes. Oh, I talked about the, the pink lighting. Okay. Well, did you black out next, for that? No. Yes, totally. <laughs> Lance Archer blackouted me. Happens. <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to Lance Archer at the end of this. Yes. We but don't talk John Moxley and Brian Danielson defeated Varsity Blondes. Oh, speaking of that, can, oh, I, that's can right. I bring up the fact with Julia Hart? Well, I was going to say real quick, my She's notes. been under the influence of Malachi. I yeah. thought she was gonna try and join Mox and Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Daniel, but look, okay. First of all, I have to say it really quick. Anybody that hears me say it, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, it's okay, Sing, Jim Ross. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's fine. You're the Jim Ross it's, of commentary right it's now. It's gonna it's well, I mean he's the only one I really fuck up with because Which we're getting to him in a second. Yeah, I'm we used got, to we calling him I'm used to calling him, him Daniel Bryan. It's getting hard to, uh, like, Brian Danielson. I often forget what name he goes by, too, because they're so well, yeah, similar. Yeah, that's the sad part. I'm a Ring of Honor fan. I should know this shit. I should have it down. I should be used to this. But I still, should be like, used to the quick switch, but the name it's is not. So, the same. The name is so similar. It's literally Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because he used to be Daniel Bryan. See, it's hard to keep track of this fucking name because it's all the same, but just a little bit different. You know what? I'm going to just call him BD. But no, can I just say... Uh, That's what I call him. BD. No, better yet, from this point forward, we're uh, forward from like from now until infinity, when I refer to this man, I'm going to call him the American Dragon. See, that's easier. Easy. But no, can I just say... like? Uh, we uh, with this match, I I'm a little curious about Julia Hart because literally the whole time during the match, she sat on the stairs coming up to the ring, but she just seemed so upset. Like, does does she miss. not want to be with them anymore? Because if I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little surprised that Varsity Blondes are actually still together. Because after watching, well, Why? because we watch the vlogs and stuff. Yeah, but I'm a big fan of the Varsity Blondes, man. I like I Brian Pillman I, Jr. I, I like Harrison. them. I like them. I do like them, but <laughs> I just feel like. I'm sure if you, uh, no, I am almost positive. If you go back in this podcast, I actually talked about when we first started doing this shit with Serena and we started covering AEW. I, I'm a big fan of the Varsity Blondes. No, that's not what, only I'm is not... it a nostalgia thing, but well, yeah, because of Brian Pillman, you know, yeah. his father and stuff. But Spillman. no, what I'm saying you know, is still goes to Boston, but what I'm saying yeah. is just from watching the vlogs and stuff, I'm a little surprised that the Varsity Blondes are still together. But at the same time, like watching Julia Hart just sitting on the sidelines like that, not even cheering the boys on, like I just I feel like there's something more going on there because like. Me and Serena talked about when we were watching Dynamite, like, well, going to the House of Black and stuff because of the whole Well, it's been hinted at for a like, while, but at but the I, same at time... The same, at the same time, I feel like Julia Hart is a weird one to go to the 
House of Black because like she's just like that little like cheerleader girl that's like yeah like well look at it from this perspective. Do we, do we need another? Do we need another Alexa Bliss? Oh, geez. I mean, they could try to be doing an Alexa Bliss. Because for check AEW, this out. Because I mean, like that that does like that that makes sense. But still, motherfuckers up north. It's just so weird. Wyndham. The motherfuckers up north. Wyndham Rotunda. They really haven't known what to do with Alexa Bliss since. You know, Bray, the fiend has been gone. Yeah, since Wyndham is gone. We can call it, it's fine. He's <laughs> going by <laughs> his legitimate name now, okay? Now, like, what the fuck are we going to do when Cody Rhodes shows up on Monday Night Raw? Would you call him? Because I, I, I did bring it up on the last podcast. What are we going to do when Cody Rhodes shows up on Raw? Are we not going to talk about it? Oh, we got to talk, gonna talk about, about it. it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have to stop calling it Connecticut, you know, New York. We're going to have to stop talking about it. It's motherfucking WWE. All right. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. What are we going to do? Yeah, but what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do when they straight up Alexa Bliss, Julia Hart with the House of Black? Then it's literally a ripoff from WWE. Sadly, but it's exactly. literally a ripoff because they're gonna get the and little like, blonde dude, hair, like, blue eyed girl, like exactly. that does not look like she should be hardcore mm-hmm. at all, and turn her hardcore. And they're still like, trying to drag this Alexa Bliss shit out, even without fucking. Wait, still? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're well, still trying to drag it I out. I haven't seen anything lately, so I, I wasn't really sure. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, like they. I could see them doing like a whole Alexa Bliss thing with Julia Hart, but I think it's stupid just but because see, of like the her biggest, gimmick already. Here's the biggest Serena. Yeah. Do you see a six man title in the future of AEW like they did with Ring of Honor? A six man title? Yeah, like a six man tag team title. I mean, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That actually, you know what? We're going to do a completely different podcast about the possibilities of crossovers from Ring of Honor at some point. But we got, (laughs) we'll get back to the topic at hand. John Moxley, Brian Danielson. See, I said it right. There you go. (laughs) Versus the Varsity Blondes, Crip Garrison, and Brian Pillman Jr. I've been a big fan of the Varsity Blondes since they got there. Again, nostalgic purposes. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brian Pillman, Hollywood Blondes. But man, like, Serena, the fucking sheer violence. (laughs) Right. I mean, how did the match end? John Moxley and Brian Danielson won, but I honestly don't. Remember what the fuck? How they won? Shitloads of elbows to the face in a fucking chokehold. Oh, yeah, because yeah. then Moxley fucking uh, tapped out uh, Garrison. My God. And that didn't even last very long because I literally, like, my notes read Mox versus, like, shut up, who wins? was the last note I wrote because, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, the fucking 
Did it be calling them like the Blackpool Combat Club? I don't know what he's. I I don't know if the like Blackpool Combat Club is a thing. Pre, like prior to that being said, I I don't even know. I don't know if that's. Uh, we can only speculate and move on in weeks to come and see what happens. Because, I mean, they're tearing through the entire roster of tag team wrestling. And, my God. But, uh, yeah, Mox choked a motherfucker out and they won again. Uh, Mox... This is one of those moments where I'm just going to be like, Mox did say some shit after a match, but you need to go to YouTube and watch that. Because I ain't going back like verbatim and trying to tell you. Go watch that shit, because it was sick as fuck. But we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, we're going to finish out Dynamite. And Would you like to mention somebody talking about liver real quick? That's going to be in the next segment. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Took a short little intermission. Go to the bathroom. Some water. Things of that nature. Um, and, I mean, like, like I just told you guys before we came here. I, I've always been a proponent. Some, one of those people that's just like, you know, Jim Ross says WWE on AEW television. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, but this is something that I just could not be looked past. Serena, go ahead and tell him. So he mentioned talking about like liver, even though they were recovering from alcohol because yeah. John Moxley just came back from rehab. During the during the John Moxley post John Moxley Brad Danielson match, William Regal came out, and of course John Moxley mentioned the uh, the Blackpool, what was it? Combat Club. Yes, the Blackpool Combat Club, and Jim Ross was like, you know, they're gonna cost you your liver. It's like, dude, that's not cool. Like, it's not okay to say about one man just literally. Well, William came back Regal battled the, alcoholism. I, that's what I was going to say. The longest time. One man just came back from rehab, and one man has been recovered from the alcoholism for a while now. It's like, man, that's not that's not cool to say. Yeah. Like, with these guys, that's really not sure. not okay. But. You know, you'll have moments like that on live commentary. But I guess that I don't will think go he down. That one out. I don't. Not. Yeah, I don't think that was thought out very well. Not to and not to I can't remember if it was Excalibur or Tony or if it was him himself that quickly followed it up with something else. Um, pretty sure somebody popped into his headset and was like, "Hey, bro, that wasn't cool." Don't. Nope, that's not what you say. But, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm always the first person, you know, one of you guys come to me with a tweet and you're like, oh, well, people are talking about Jim Ross said this. I'm like, man, fuck them. 
He can call Kenny Omega the fucking WWE champion every day of the week if he wants to. It's fucking Jim Ross, man. Remember where he spent most of his time with, you know, in professional wrestling. Don't talk about recovering. Shit like that that I'm just like, bro, that's... mm, That might have went a little too far. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yes, I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but... I felt like it should be touched on. Because we love you, JR, but that was not okay. Yeah. Don't drag that shit up. What we got next on the dock is Serena. Everybody's favorite heel. Uh, <laughs> MJF came out to discuss his CM Punk loss and to call out Wardlow. Well... Serena, I'm going to let you take this one. What happened? Well, for one, I don't. he had like four security staff because he was scared. Pussy. He's a pussy boy. <laughs> but then Wardlow came out and basically had like a bunch of other dudes come out. Because, you know. Because why? Poor daddy. Because <laughs> he's scared. But, he also just explained that, you know, he's still under contract and I'll pay you to stay at home. Okay, Vince. Mm, reminiscent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got to talk about Cody directly, but we'll just keep making comments. I feel like the only person that can help Wardlow now is Tony Khan. Truthfully. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see how this turns out in coming weeks, but... It did take what, like sixteen motherfuckers, hold his big ass back. Yeah, pretty much. Why are you fucking around? <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, though. I'm just gonna tell y'all up front. I am for this segment specifically going to let Serena tell you about it because. Her and I talked about this last night, the day before that, the day before that, the day before that, and the day before that, (laughs) and still don't quite fucking understand it. So I'm just going to tell you exactly what my notes read. Um, I always put a star next to my most specific talking points in my notes, and it just says, fuck you, Adam Cole. Yeah, fuck Adam Cole. Followed by, which I told them that this was in my notes before this, and this is what I was saving for the podcast, Serena. Um, Adam Cole to Dark over Jay Lethal is what my notes read. Now, on that topic, what did you specifically tell us during the match, Serena? What did it feel like? Ring of Honor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty Ring of Honor. Who stayed in <laughs> Ring of Honor after Adam Cole left? Jay Lethal. So please, for the love of God, tell me, <laughs> why the fuck is Jay Lethal on dark and Adam Cole's just running a fucking muck? On Dynamite and Rampage? Mm, stupid shit. 
is it to build your like single status or is it just like I don't know motherfucker this is bad booking <laughs> who won Serena we'll just get it over with Adam Cole he's Jill Nass now here's my next question Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor he's gonna be booking for Ring of Honor See, Serena's laughing because she can actually see me. Yep. Like, physically <laughs> grab my fucking forehead under the fucking brim of my hat. That's what I'm yeah. What hope, I guess, am I supposed to have? Because I'm going to tell you right now. Look, I'm going to... Typically, I have all my shit in a row. Everything's ready if I have something to say. I have the fucking punchline to the joke right there. I got it ready to go. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Uh, we're going to pull up Ring of Honor. Okay. So, what we already have booked for the Supercard of Honor since Tony Khan has taken over. Which, typically, we have our, you know, our ducks in a row on this podcast. We have shit that we're going to talk about, shit that, you know. This was something just off cuff. Because I am kind of irritated that Jay Lethal has been shoved to the fucking mid-card of AEW. Because it's like, bro, he's Jay fucking Lethal. You can't do that to a man. So, True. Uh, he, is, he is facing Lee Moriarty. At the Supercard of Honor. What the fuck? Like, bro, that better be close to the main event. Because, dude. Like, I mean, the same night, we're going to have Jonathan Gresham facing Bandito for the undisputed ROH champion. Which has been coming for a while. I don't know why it took that long to announce. But I mean, at the same time, we're also going to have the fucking Briscoes facing FTR, finally. And then Isaiah Swerve Scott in a match that I really don't fucking care about. Why is Jay Lethal below that? Because if this goes in order, that means Jay Lethal, Lee Moriarty... Whoever this Zane dude is and Isaiah Swerve Scott, which is going by Swerve Strickland now on AEW. Jonathan Gresham and Bandita. Like, dude, dude, come on. Why are you shitting on Jay like that? It's disrespectful. Serena, me and you talked about it the last couple days. What the fuck? Yeah. It's just, it's fucking disrespectful. I mean, I brought it up last week. I was like, how are you going to hire Jay Lethal and put him on dark? Mm-hmm. And then we finally see him on Dynamite they and guess what happens? Signing. Serena, what pay-per-view did he sign at? Was it Revolution? Um, I think it was... Oh, God. Hold on. No, it was the pay-per-view before Revolution, wasn't it? We've got to look. Yeah, it was before Revolution. Yeah, by the way, Serena finds shit quick, which is why she handles the social medias. 
She's our Nadav. Oh, man. He debuted at full gear. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's almost an insult now that I look back at it. Mm-hmm. They didn't even debut him signing at one of their major pay-per-views. Man. I don't even know what to say. Jay Lethal might have fucked up. Well, Tony Khan did buy Ring of Honor. Then again, being shoved to main event or 205 Live, I feel like is more insulting than anything. So maybe he didn't fuck up. Well, like like I just said, Tony Khan did buy Ring of Honor, which he came from. So maybe he will actually be main eventing some Ring of Honor stuff that is coming in the future. Like, I don't know. I'm going to say it. Well, I'll say it. Tony Khan. Fuck you. Fuck you. Do something with Jay Lethal, bruh. True. <laughs> something bigger than dark or just showing up on Dynamite. I have an appreciation for Jay Lethal. Me too. As well do I. I mean, if you haven't seen Black Machismo, motherfuckers, get on YouTube, go look that shit up. I was gonna say his, look at his, his feud. macho man impression look at is the feud. best that I've ever heard ever. Look at the feud with Ric Flair <laughs> and fucking TNA. Like Jesus. That's how you got Christ. me started. Exactly. Serena watched the fucking TNA shit with me and was like, Jay fucking lethal, man. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal's a man. And, well, Cody Rhodes said it himself before he dipped the fuck out. Good luck kicking out of the lethal injection. True. So, did we even say who won? Yeah, it was Adam Cole. Yeah, fuck him. That cockled. <laughs> no, I love it. What we got next on Doc and Serena? <laughs> so the sixth segment of Dynamite made me laugh for like a good solid ten minutes, which was Sammy's and Ty's like fucking spiel, but then Dan Lambert. Oh, that was beautiful. No, I don't know how. <laughs> First many... it was annoying, and then it got beautiful real fucking quick. I don't know how many of our listeners. Are gonna think the same way we? I thought he was gonna propose again. Me I did too. Me the fuck too. <laughs> I was thinking, like, do you not remember what happened last time you did that? Yeah, get, look, look what happened last time. Why are you gonna do this again on live TV? And like, instead, yeah. it was a challenge. Yep. And while well, the men of the year dipped out, uh. The, I mean, I feel like this is leading up to Paige Panzant and her old man. Or there's at least it doesn't even have to be her old man. It could just be Paige Van Zant and like Scorp or fucking uh, Ethan or should I say Egon? I was but... gonna say because Paige <laughs> did sign a contract, but her old man did. Yeah, exactly. So it could just be Paige and one of the men of the year. Mm, Paige Van Zandt, the tightest tits in the game. 
versus Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's going to be something like that. Like, Hurlman is going to they... get, Hurlman's going to be on the sidelines and obviously going to get involved in some way, shape, or form. But how do they, it's not how do they build them the together match. as a tag team? Is she the Brazilian bombshell? Because I feel like bombshell has been overused in wrestling. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? She can't be the ninth, tenth, or twelfth wonder of the world because, well, you know, she's can't Sammy do that. Guevara's can't do that without talking about China. So it's like, what do you do? She's Sammy Guevara's girlfriend. Sammy Guevara and Sammy Guevara's Which girlfriend. is not taking anything away from Ty because I do love Ty Wait, as a isn't wrestler. Isn't Ty Conti but... the new Sammy Guevara wrestling vlog champion? Oh, yes. yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah, she is a new champ, so in all Ooh. technicality, mm. she could just be known as the champ. Last but not least, what we got on the docket because my note says Jass is ass. Well, I mean, you missed Layla Hirsch and Red Velvet. Mm. Oh, that is yeah, right. Actually, uh, I did mean to make a note of that. I didn't. Uh, Which, of course, Layla won for cheating again, like she likes to do against them. I'm not going to say anything. Because don't Dan Lander... to disinfect your belts, Dan. Because, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we didn't actually mention that. Oh, yeah, we that. didn't talk about that. Serena, bring that up. Don't forget to disinfect your belts, Dan. You kissed it. Sometimes Indeed. people like to fuck in their title belts, bro. If only you knew what we did, is what he said. Don't want to go about kissing them. And, and then, then he it, dropped it. If you guys want to hey, see what he up. means, go to Twitter and go to Ty Conte's page. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um now before Little we get to, swimmers. before we get to Jazz's ass, we're gonna Jazz's go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do our new segment. Uh oh, this is going to be social media with Serena. And we're gonna hit up them tweets, but more specifically this week, something that she brought to my attention. <laughs> that made me hysterically laugh were tweets directed at Keith Lee. And we're not, look, we're not going to cover drama-filled tweets. Yeah, we're not going to cover drama-filled tweets. I mean, maybe if the circumstances are right. But we ain't doing drama-filled tweet. We're going for the wholesome, funny, I mean, yes, I know we're explicit, but we're going for the wholesome, funny tweets that... You know, made me belly laugh <laughs> when they were read to me. And, yeah, Serena hit me up earlier this week, and we talked about it, and she was just, like, reading me these tweets, and I was like, fuck. And it occurred to me earlier today, like, when we were talking during Dynamite and shit, I was like, hey, man, we got to put this shit on the podcast. So, Serena, hit us with the Keith Lee tweets. So, they were... Basically, tweets that were like, Keith Lee is the type of guy. Hmm. And so, I'll just read some of these that I enjoyed. So, Keith Lee looks like the sort of guy who wants to speak to the manager, but only to tell him what a great job the staff are doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keith Lee looks like the kind of guy that would still tip even if the service was bad. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. <laughs> um, Keith Lee looks like he prefers the book over the movie adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee is the type of guy to let you in his house and then say, Welcome to my humble abode. Oh my goodness. That seems very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Keithley looks like the type of guy who licks his fingers before turning the page of a book. Oh my god. How specific. <laughs> Alright, hold up. Before we get before, before we end up doing an hour of like hours worth of these, let's rock two more and then let's give Keith Lee's response. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hold on. Um Gotta find a couple more. <coughs> <laughs> he looks like the type of guy that would have a quiet chuckle and a sip of his tea when he reads why he's trending on Twitter. <laughs> that was one of my favorite ones. <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh my that god. her own and that is it's true it's great <laughs> that's, that's pretty good I like that and then <clears throat> he noticed these and said Keith Lee is the type of guy who appreciates you all keep making each other laugh have fun and then get ready for AEW <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so when a motherfucker says it's Wednesday night and you know what that means that means that Keith Lee gave someone a really good Yelp review on DoorDash. <laughs> but yeah, so that <laughs> it's a fucking goddamn. <laughs> That's gonna conclude this week's segment of Serena on social media. <laughs> um, now see the, the the whole reason this exists. Is solely because she read me those tweets. And I was like, fuck, we got to talk about that on the podcast. That is too funny to pass <laughs> up. So, yeah, we're going we gonna to start this new weekly segment of Serena on social media. And we get them fucking tweets in here and some social media talk. And it's, I mean, it can only be, it can only get better from here. Yeah. And if people continue with the Keith Lee shit. Then maybe that will just become the segment. Just Keith Lee is the type of guy. Keith Lee tweets. And yeah, but we'll get to the uh 
We'll get to the last match uh, here in a few seconds. We're going to take one more quick, real quick, intermission. And we will be right back with, uh, I guess, what I'm going to call Jazz is Ass. Here in a second. 